If your AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Blog Talk Radio. Lucis Trust, a non-profit, non-political, and non-sectarian organization on the roster of the Economic and Social Council of the United Nations and concerned with the establishment of world cooperation and goodwill presents Inner Sight with your host, Robert Anderson. He, with Sarah and Dale McKechnie, President and Vice President of Lucis Trust, will discuss philosophical and spiritual topics essential to everyday life. Now here's your host, Robert Anderson. Welcome. Inner sight is simply seeing that which is always present, but not yet fully recognized. You have, within you, the ability to see yourself and the world around you in a new way, with new eyes. So, stay with us, and together, we'll look at the world and ourselves with inner sight. Topic for today is why we need silence. And before we begin, I want to give some credit to Alice Bailey. Alice Bailey is the founder of the Lucis Trust organization, and Lucis Trust sponsors this show. Alice Bailey wrote 24 volumes of literature, and the main inspiration for the dialogue that you hear on the show comes from the works of Alice Bailey. And also today, before we start, I just want to mention that we have a special offer for you today. Something has been dramatically discounted. But the following thought is from Alice Bailey as well. Humanity as a whole needs silence at this time as never before. It needs time in which to reflect and the opportunity to sense the universal rhythm. Why do you think Alice Bailey said humanity needs silence now as never before? Well, that's an interesting um, thought. Now as never before. Maybe she is implying a number of things. One thought that comes to mind is that... um, we know, I think, that we live in an increasingly cacophonous age. I like that word, cacophonous. Cacophonous. It's a time when we're just inundated with noise. You can't mm-hmm. even uh, stand on the subway, which is noisy, without somebody's um, Walkman or whatever ex- conveying its music from his ears to yours, whether you want to hear it or not. And there's the Internet and all the media that are constantly bringing noise. But maybe it's also um, a referral to our growing intelligence um, as a species that um, the growth or the development of the mind and the intelligence, the growing literacy in the world's population, I would think would require more space for silence to uh, allow the mind to do its work. Yes, it's if um, technology is doing everything it can to uh, 
avoid that silence. It's um, filling in mm. every space in our lives with something, uh, whether it's a, a cell phone or a, uh, a radio or a uh, CD player or, as you say, on the, on the subway or on the bus. And it's it's um, then there's the the um, TV games and the television and the internet and and the radio and we do hope people listen to <laughs> our program. <laughs> yes, you, you, you can't <laughs> have you can't have silence now, no, not for the no next doubt. thirty minutes. But it's uh, uh, it, it's um, a constant bombardment of uh, sound of some kind, talk or music, and uh, or just noise. And I suppose that occupies a certain part of the brain in a certain way that silence doesn't. Yes, I mean, I think it. Uh, aren't they doing studies on the uh, on on the noise, the effect on the brain? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, it, it it rewires the brain, it reconfigures the brain, I think. And mm. also, um, don't you think there are different capacities in the brain that are uh, developed only in silence? Well, sure. I mean, it's um, what the society is, as a whole is just losing out, I think, because we're not making time for moments or even minutes or hours for silent reflection. And mm-hmm. I think that's what the world needs right now. And perhaps that's what Alice Bailey was referring to now as never before, because she probably wrote that during the time of around the time of World War II or a little after, and the noise was deafening at that time in the world. And there was, you know, cries for this and that. And um, I think there is need in the world now for more time for reflection, for silent, for quiet reflection. And we're just not getting that. Yes, um, I think the, the present time is one of enormous stimulation, the stimulation of the uh, communications um, technology, the stimulation of a lot of um, incoming uh, information via the Internet and education, but also the spiritual stimulation of an age uh, of transition. We've talked before about how we are in a transitional era between an old age and a new, and there's a a collision of energies, uh, according to the Age of Wisdom, in such a time. There's a withdrawal of energy that was um, associated with uh, the past age, and at the same time an inflow of new energy uh, that is bringing in the new age. And there's a kind of a a tornado effect, I suppose, Mm -hmm. to use that image, where things are really being stirred up, and we see it in our children so many children have uh, attention deficit disorder or whatever it's called, and so do adults, and are taking Ritalin because they can't sit still in school. And um, that's just one example of the enormous um, impact of, of energy on people today. In such a time, I think silence is needed more than ever, and yet everything in our modern life is geared toward, as you say, filling the spaces with something. And it's um, then there is the the constant um, chatter among people too. I mean, it's you know with the cell phones, it's uh, it's constant. There's no no time for for reflective thought. But there's uh, I think it um, stirs up the mind so and it 
the mind is already awakening so much in the people that are coming into the world now um, that their mind is constantly busy. And um, so the silence that we are thinking about here and talking about today, I think, is also reflective of the silence that is needed in the mind, mm-hmm. just uh, the silence of thought, which doesn't mean giving up thought altogether. It means not engaging in certain lines of thought, really. And uh, there's there's good reasons for this down the line for humanity. Well, there's a saying, um, kind of trite but true, silence is golden. And it implies that in silence there's something precious and valuable. And I think that's why we associate sacred places, churches and synagogues and temples with silence. They are spaces that, um, by their very sacredness, are silent and evocative. We don't think of a sacred space as being filled with with noise or, or chatter, idle chatter. There's a place for that, but not in sacred spaces. There you have silence as if you are being encouraged to be receptive. Silence allows for a receptivity where you open yourself to a new thought, a new idea. Yes, and uh, that's uh, why silence is so necessary because all the changes that are taking place in the world today, there is a need for silent reflection on where we are going as a human race and where we really need to go, and that requires you know, a, a deep, reflective, intuitive thinking. And you don't get that with uh, the constant bombardment of, of noise and chatter. I suppose it's something that each individual has to demand and create in his own life. It's not something that can be socially imposed, or it's certainly not something that is the responsibility of the government or or whatever to provide. Each of us has to create a space in our own lives for silence. And uh, I wonder if we are really doing that enough. They say that children today are so heavily scheduled. Every part of their day is filled up with lessons and uh, activities after school. And I wonder if that, again, is an example of not allowing the children time to lie on their stomach and watch bugs if they're very little kids or to daydream or write poetry or draw pictures or take a walk or simply be still and think about what they want to become as a human being. Absolutely, and I think, as I said earlier, there there are reasons why this is a good practice to get into because developing the capacity for silence will um, be something that, if not in this lifetime, then in future lifetimes, uh, one will need because uh, as one steps on the spiritual path, then silence is absolutely necessary. It's a requirement if you want to advance. Well, yes, there's that example of the uh, school of Pythagoras in ancient Cretona, which uh, required every incoming applicant to be silent for two years. Mm -hmm. And there are still um, groups, um, monasteries still Mm -hmm. require some 
you know, the priests and the monks mm-hmm. to uh, and to be to be silent all the time. They take vows of silence for years at a time, don't they? Yeah, and uh, so it's part of the training that human beings have to go through. I'm not saying that we all need to hire off to a monastery to, but um, the, the practice is is not so much physical speech as giving up physical speech as it is really the, the uh, most beneficial is is um, controlling one's thoughts at the source and not allowing certain lines of thought to uh, take place. That reminds me of um, the experience of a friend of ours who went on a retreat for a week and he found um, on that retreat he wasn't supposed to speak. So he was silent and he found that he became aware of all this noise in the silence, he suddenly realized how noisy it was inside his head. In other words, his thoughts were were poorly organized and and some of them rather um, chaotic and violent and uh, it was just a hotbed of activity and disorganization and uh, uproar in his mind that he didn't realize until he had this outer silence imposed upon him. So... Mm-hmm. Who knows what we might hear if we actually were still and started listening to ourselves. Absolutely. For those people who just tuned in, you're listening to Inner Sight. Our topic for today, why we need silence. We have a special offer for you today. We have a book that I like a lot. It's one of the early books that I read, uh, published by Lucis Trust. And the title of it is Ponder on This. And why I like it so much is so it's really a cross-section of all of the themes of Alice Bailey that we find in all 24 volumes of her literature. And so it gave me an opportunity to locate those that I were, was especially interested, like uh, esoteric psychology uh, and so many others. And so you can have that opportunity of getting our most popular book, uh, Ponder on This. And it's a wonderful introduction to all of the books of Alice Bailey. It's a compilation of extracts from all 24 of her books, uh, once again, it's called Ponder on, on This. It's our best-selling book in nearly all languages. And now you can order it for $16 from the Lucis Publishing Company. And that's a good price because ordinarily we charge for shipping and handling, and we all have that experience as to how expensive that can be. But we're dropping the shipping and handling charge on Ponder on This. And what you have to do in order to acquire Ponder on This is order it from Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. Uh, be sure to mention Inner Sight, and you'll receive free shipping and handling. Uh, once again, the address and a check or money order for $16 to Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And we thank you for all of the support that you've given us in the past, and we hope that you continue to do that. Uh, because that's how we remain on on radio. These shows are expensive, and you've really been uh, helping with your uh, support, both large and small donations. And so the way that you uh, uh, help us and send uh, voluntary donations to us is send those donations to Lucis uh, Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's donations going to Lucis, L-U-C-I-S, Lucis Trust, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 100005. Zero five, um, and 
Also, if you would like a general package of information, you can give us a call. Uh, that general package will include so much information about Lucis Trust, what the organization is all about. Uh, I think you'll find it enjoyable reading. Give us a call at 1-866-695-8247. Once again, 1-866-695-8247. The easy way to remember it is 1-866-NY. Lucis. Lucis is L U C I S. That's think of one eight six six New York Lucis. Uh, our website uh, where you can uh, locate our uh, previous, previously archived library of radio shows, and there are a lot of them with many different themes from Alice Bailey. Our website is www.lucistrust.org. Once again, www.lucistrust.org. I found it interesting what both of you were saying about the necessity of uh, silence to our own individual spiritual uh, development. What, what role does silence play in, uh, in our eventually being on that path where we become one with the soul? Does it play a role? Yes, it's uh, vital because silence is really uh, a way of containing and mobilizing energy, I think. The soul is the spiritual energy component of our nature, you could say. And in learning silence, silence of um, verbally being silent and silence mentally being able to control and discipline the thoughts, then one is learning to uh, organize, discipline, and um, focus incoming energy, which is received in meditation and through prayer. If you can't control your thought life and if you can't control your speech, then you're, sh you're not ready to handle more spiritual energy. So it's, silence isn't meant to be an escape from life or an opting out of relationships, but it's meant to be a retention of energy and force so that those energies and forces can be used productively and consciously and not just scattered. Anybody who's been with a chatterbox or has a tendency to be a chatterbox themselves knows how depleting chatting, talking endlessly, needlessly about nothing much can be. It takes away your energy. Yes, it's, it's, a, very, it's a good way to uh, uh, conserve energy by silence, by cultivating the uh, capacity for silence it's a good way to conserve your energy because um, uh, it, it does take energy to talk and to speak. And especially if um, the, the, uh, the, what you are saying tends to be very emotional and involves a lot of emotional outpouring and criticism, and uh, that's another whole line of thought that should be uh, disbanded or should be... Um, uh, not encourage is criticism and gossip and all of that because that is terribly destructive not only to the other person that you're talking about but destructive of yourself because you are creating all this negative energy which you're surrounded by and it's very damaging to yourself and uh, to it's very draining on your energy supply. I don't want people to think, though, that silence is always right and speech is wrong because there are wrong periods of silence. I mean, one classic example is the silence in the face of the development of Nazi Germany. 
when people, so many people, knew what was happening and remained silent. Or perhaps we could say now with the um, terrible um, uh, suffering of the people in Darfur, in western Sudan, we have been silent for far too long because we've known about the attacks on them and their starvation and their victimization, and we've, in our silence, said, never mind, it doesn't bother me or mine, I don't care. That's a kind of silence that's utterly wrong, and we're not encouraging the the silence that expresses indifference and uh, uh, an uncaring um, in the face of suffering. Sometimes, even in personal encounters, being silent can express something you might not really want to express. It might express um, a lack of uh, compassion, uh, a lack of understanding, an indifference, a um, self-engrossment. So there's a fine line, and how one figures out when to speak and when to be silent is um, really challenging. I think we could say that a guideline for when to speak is asking oneself in a difficult situation, if you were to speak, would it bring enlightenment? Would it illumine? Or would it just set somebody straight and make you feel better? That's not the criterion. Would it bring understanding? Yeah, that, that's, a, that's a good point to bring out because um, also um, there is the kind of talk of uh, that focuses on the self, on mm-hmm. the person, and uh, it's self-focusing. And uh, that's uh, another line of thought that we mentioned earlier, that certain line of thought that should be eliminated from one's um, uh, capacity to simply... Um, learn self-forgetfulness and uh, leave yourself out of your conversation out of the picture and the more that you can do that uh, the more that you are reaching out and towards someone else and uh, considering them yeah try deleting the personal pronoun from your speech for a while just as an exercise no I me mine what would you say <laughs> it's a good it's a good practice there are so many spiritual leaders who have exemplified what you're talking about. Christ, uh, for example, was silent for 40 days and 40 mm-hmm. nights. Buddha was silent. Uh, Mahatma Gandhi would go into uh, mm-hmm. months of silence. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, did they do that as a catalyst to spiritual evolvement? Oh, I'm sure they did. And there's that, that tremendous example of uh, Christ silent before Pontius Pilate mm-hmm. when he was being tried. Why was he silent? Why did he not defend himself? Because he knew that the charges were lies. Why did he not speak up? Uh, I think a lot of us wonder, why was he silent? Well, one possibility might be that he knew it was fruitless. That if you cannot bring illumination, if you can't bring understanding to a situation, would it not be best to remain silent? Um, Perhaps that was part of his reasoning that there was nothing he could say that would um, change the decision of Pontius Pilate. There was nothing he could say that would alter the course of events which he surely knew uh, how they would unfold. It was all, in a sense, um, engraved on, 
on uh, in stone at that point and nothing could alter the course of events maybe that's why he stayed silent um, I've often heard another um, explanation to the uh, symbolically speaking Pontius Pilate kind of represented the lower mind mm-hmm. and uh, he didn't have the capacity to understand the true depth of Christ's uh, mission on earth. No, yeah, it couldn't be explained to him. Christ couldn't explain to him because he wouldn't be able to understand it. So it was pointless to go on, as you said. And there's a parallel uh, of that example in how the great spiritually evolved masters relate to humanity. They are silent. Um, They don't give us the knowledge we think we would want. They don't uh, give us direction or guidance. They remain silent. Why is that? I suppose because um, we are not ready to hear what they would communicate uh, from their vastly higher level. And if they did communicate uh, these inner secrets, then we wouldn't know how to handle it. Uh, Being the selfish kind of human race that we are, most... uh, people that we wouldn't handle it correctly or properly with uh, discretion, with discreetness, and with with knowledge and with wisdom. And so they have to remain silent. because. And again, that's coming back to the idea that silence and speech have to do with energy. And the masters don't wield energy in a profligate way. They wield it with... Um, an exact uh, awareness of how much energy is appropriate. Silence and speech are both ways of dispersing energy. And we have to learn, each of us, in our own way, in our own relationships, how to use silence and speech in ways that express the energy of the soul, which is love and compassion and understanding. Both speech and silence can convey compassion and understanding and love when used rightly. But oddly enough, the present times are are so um, contrary to that realization because it seems as if we live in a tell-all age. Uh, you, You listen to the television with these talk shows where people talk about absolutely everything to complete strangers. Nothing is silent anymore. Nothing is too personal. <laughs> that may be another program on its own. Yeah. <laughs> also, nothing is sacred to them either. No. <laughs> you can get no, and, and profane, getting, yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and it's getting worse. And uh, maybe that's why we need to think about silence and ponder on this. The book that we're <laughs> selling today is that's written in the title, Ponder. That means take a moment of silence and think about the excerpts in the book because there's a lot of uh, real uh, good stuff in there to think about. Alice Bailey had an interesting comment. She said, cultivate silence that comes from the inner calm. She said, aspirants are urged to remember that the time will come when they too will form part of the group of teachers on the inner side of life. And if they haven't learned the silence that comes from strength at that point, how will they bear the apparent silence of those on the outer planes as we are now? So we have to learn. I agree. Uh, well, 
We have, uh, we have a special offer. Sarah and Dell have been talking a lot about Ponder on this. It's one of our uh, best-selling books. I think it is the best-selling book, mm-hmm. and uh, it is, right? Mm-hmm. And um, as I mentioned, I liked it a lot because uh, when I got started with uh, uh, the Alice Bailey books, that was one of the first books that I read, and it uh, really it was good because I, when I read it, I more or less got a cross-section of all of the different themes that are in all 24 of uh, Alice Bailey's volumes of literature. And I knew which ones my, were my priority. Then I went back and, and uh, studied the books in greater depth. So if you want Ponder on this, we have a special order offer today. It's at a big discount. It, you send a check or money order for $16 uh, to Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. That's check or money order for $16 to Lucis Publishing Company, 120 Wall Street, New York, New York, 10005. And be sure to mention Intersight, and you'll receive a free shipping and handling. You'll receive free shipping, shipping and handling. You've been listening to Intersight. Now we would like to close with a world prayer called the Great Invocation. It's a call for light and love and goodwill to flow into the world and into our hearts. Let's listen for a moment to these powerful words. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into human minds. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into human hearts. May the coming one return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide all little human wills, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the human race, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. AC is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your AC unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts, better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. If your A.C. is blowing hot air, let O'Reilly Auto Parts help bring back the cool this summer. While you may need to eventually service your A.C. unit, get immediate relief with Interdynamics Arctic Freeze R134A refrigerant with leak sealer for $32.99. O'Reilly Auto Parts. Better parts, better prices every day. Limit supply. See store for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.